What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Behind the Edge podcast. I'm your host, Jake, followed with my other host, Kai. What's up? And the spirit of Vextos. Uh, Vex isn't with us with uh, we, uh, Vex isn't with us today because uh, he's got stuff on, even though he said he was free two days prior. But that's okay. It's gonna be a solo episode between me and Jake, which will definitely on not end poorly like the last time where we lost the audio file. It's no big deal. You know, Vex. Anyways, fucking hates everyone. <laughs> he says at the end of every episode, and these people still like him, and I don't understand it. He doesn't even show Vex, up for y'all. You guys are fucking sundry type motherfuckers who just <laughs> <laughs> the the more the more vexes he you guys are dumb motherfuckers. The more the more you guys shill for you him. You like spit on it. me, Vex. I love it. Fucking sickos. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but guys. Vex isn't gonna be here today because uh, he he's got stuff on. But uh, we're gonna be taking over just for today's episode. Uh, sorry, we've been a bit inconsistent recently, but uh, hopefully we're gonna be back on our bullshit because you guys have had way too long without hearing our voices Mm -hmm. um happy spooktober we hope you guys have a good one and uh we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a spooky episode hopefully eventually jesus i don't know it's been way too long anyways moving on to admin and emails uh admin stuff wise i'm gonna try to organize stuff like once every two weeks again um wherever it's possible like i know i've said that i've said it before but uh we've really had like a bunch of unfortunate things happen within the past uh period of time so hopefully i'll be able to to remind everyone to come online and stuff like that uh apart from that we don't really have much admin stuff i don't think so uh i might be getting a new keyboard and shit like for setup uh on my computer I, um, uh, but like a year and a half ago, I got in on, on a keyboard group by, you know what? If you're listening to an I've podcast, like what the fuck are they talking about keyboards? You can go fuck yourself. Um, got in on a keyboard group by, <laughs> and it was by far the most expensive keyboard I've ever bought. Um, oh yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yes. And I was like, I, I tried to cancel my pre-order like within a week. I was like, this is too much. I was getting anxious over it, which is funny. Cause I, I could drop $700 on a knife and it's not a big deal, but keyboard oh gosh um but they were like yeah we can't cancel a pre-order part of the group we already you know got you a slot put in whatever i was like fine yeah takes forever multiple delays and i got it in pink and that color just so happened to take the longest some people have had their keyboards for like six months already got them and sold them and mine took forever so i got it in and i was like this is a really nice keyboard but i need to sell it so I tried to sell it. No one bought it, and I've no now, one bought it. So you're gonna keep it. Now, yeah, I've right? now convinced myself that I'm gonna keep it, and I've sold a few knives to to make up for the cost. But I respect. Oof. <laughs> you you're going you're going down a, a very bad rabbit hole, my friend. I I respect it. I, I just kind of needed a new setup because like I I hate the fact that whenever I I type stuff into into like Google and stuff like some of the keys just get sticky because i've had this keyboard since like 2013 jesus god child yeah yeah i was yeah you you deserve an upgrade then good lord this keyboard's seen some shit (laughs) Uh, i've like dropped knives on it i've like spilled water on it and shit like it's it's not great um but yeah it's it's an old boy uh speaking of which actually um that reminds me no one's commented none of our listeners have commented what we what we should do with the 
the podcast money yet because we're not sure if we should keep the website up. Um, I don't know if anyone actually looks at our website, honestly. No. I'm going to be straight uh, up with you. If, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're part of the Patreon, just fucking cancel your subscription. We don't care about the website. You don't care about the website. Just wait till we figure out what the fuck we're doing. Save your money, please. God. Uh, no, keep giving us money, but then... We're not we'll getting any out. of it, though. It's just, yeah, it's just keeping up that we shitty website that doesn't do anything. Oh, yeah, right, because it goes, it goes straight into it. Okay, we're going to have to find a way to cancel that, because <laughs> the only person who took care of that website, like, kind of half-assedly, was, uh, was Echo, who is now... As we all know, very gone. He's he's uh, fucking well, he's like dead. I think he's he's ascended spiritually because he'll just occasionally drop in and say "ha big titties" and then just leave. And <laughs> he we'll, shows up to jerk for off like, for thirty seconds and then disappears for six yeah. months. <laughs> we see him for thirty seconds in in every single month, and it scares me. He's like a fucking cryptid, and it'll be like at three a.m. Um, or so. It's some weird fucking time. Yeah, it's some god cursed. Oh god. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, we'll work something out with Echo when he he's got that brief moment of post nut clarity, uh, <laughs> oh, and we god. can contact him. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll try. And then if you guys want to get like um designs and stickers and stuff for the podcast, or like so, send us some of your favorite quotes from the podcast so far. Oh, um, I don't I don't like that. Like that. That's, uh, that's it's gonna, gonna be all the stuff out of context, some awful but, shit. Yeah, but please please send them in. Um, we'll see if we can organize like a group buy and shit for I don't know stickers, merch, shirts, whatever. Um, especially here, I could probably organize the logistics because uh, it's it's probably gonna be cheaper here, but I'm gonna be able to ship them overseas. We'll see what we can do. Anyway, uh, without getting too carried away, haha. See what I did there. What are we carrying for today, Jake? Before we get into email, I have the Bradley Marace Vector. Um been trying to to vary up my carry this year and this is one that i really really like i just don't carry all that often i think it's like deep down in my heart i'm scared to mess it up but i really really like that knife a lot the stonks on those are fucking crazy like oh god they're going they're going so high up and he just finished his uh his first what's it called his first uh run of book orders as well Mm, yep so um good knives though if you you can get one i really want to get one like i know you and vex both got one but jesus the only reason i got one is because like this was the first custom knife order because vex was like hey everybody this knife looks fucking sick and these are back in the days when vex had good opinions so i i went and (laughs) went and got i tried to get on the books and i barely fucking made it but yeah if if you can get one i definitely recommend it at some point yo that's sick it's Definitely not worth 1.2k. Oh, fuck no. In my opinion. Fuck no. No, no, no. no, no. It it looks like a good, what, like $7,800 knife, maybe. Yeah, I think um, with shipping, it was $750 for my build. The base price, though, if you you got in on, like, his, the early books, it was, like, $500, which is crazy. That's, that's fucking wild for a, for a full custom, uh, from Jason Guthrie's Apprentice. That's fucking crazy. Um. What do you got today? I'm I'm carrying. Funnily enough, it's gonna be something for one of our like I guess sub main topics. I got the mini Evo Typhoon. Sorry, micro Evo Typhoon. Uh, from Sharp Design and Riot. Uh, very very pretty stuff. 
It's got CF inlays. I waited quite a while for this, but because I got in on a, a really weird Black Friday um, discount period, so it was it was, it was kind of strange, but it, it made sense. I'm pretty sure the inlays are done by Carbon Plate as well. Mm -hmm. If I'm not wrong, it's a marble CF. Very nice. And I got something in from our homie Guild Rider. Uh, I got the JG Arrow. Which I'm gonna go get a leather slip clip for because it does not have a clip, which is the only thing that I don't like about it so far. Very nice knife though. It's uh, very well made and very very light, very cool. Yeah, I was it's, um I was really excited about those when they first came out. I I think in real life they would be just too small for me, but the the arrow. Yeah, it's. It, it works really well ergonomically, like, somehow. I don't know how it works, because, like, if you grab it really hard, there's, like, sharp corners all over. Like, the lock bar sharp, the 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 well, finger groove sharp. That's kind but, of how the vector is. Like, well, they're not, it's not sharp, sharp, but it's like that South Africa. Yeah, it just bites a little like bit. There's, like, edges, right? but it feels so fucking good in the hand. I don't, I don't understand how he does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it, it's really only there if you overthink it, because, like... Like even the the fucking index groove, it it feels sharp. Like when when I do my contouring and shit like that, like this this would feel too sharp for me. But it just somehow works in your hand, and um, it works for me when I have a medium large size hand. It just feels, I don't know. It just it it's so blocky, but it feels good, and it's a it, it's a good backup carry. I, I've been waiting for this for quite a while. Yeah, very very. Nice. It's a very very like elegant looking knife which is probably one of my favorite mm. things about it it's it's really good it's such a nice like backup knife uh i had a moment of like fucking worry from usps because they okay like i i was worried because i've been having a lot of like problems with my reshipper fuck ass reshipper <laughs> if anyone knows where easy buy is nuke em. um but basically like they're they're the cheapest and the fastest, but like they're not exactly the best when it comes to following up with shit. Mm. And so, but this isn't like easy, uh, my reshippers fault at all. It's uh, it was like USPS. It redirected my package like three times because it was going through the the whatever the postmaster general was like. All right, we're gonna make it even slower somehow. Yeah, they're really good uh, at, at delivering packages way too fucking late. Yeah, and so it it was in it was in Oregon for for a good like three days, Jesus. and it just kept doing like a fucking Bermuda Triangle around my <laughs> around my reshipper, <laughs> and, uh, and eventually they were just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" and uh, USPS stopped fucking around. We we're like, "Okay, here's the thing," and then it finally got to me uh, this week, and nice, very happy with it, very nice. Um, okay, on to the emails, which. Uh, Jake is going to take care of because okay, okay. he's got that nice email reading voice. So we have, um, dear God, Jay. We're just going to call him Jay. It's how he addressed himself in the email. Okay. Hi, guys. Jay here again, getting back to episode 39. First of all, Kai, thank you for not fucking up my name too bad. I've heard of words pronunciations. So apparently you did a pretty good job. Hey. <laughs> Second, I can assure you uh, Michael Timmerman's knives are quite ergonomic and the scales are contoured. So, if you guys were curious about the Timmerman knives we were talking about uh, in episode 39, Sick. if you were looking into one, apparently they have good ergos. I might have to get one now. And uh, there's another email. This is part two. 
Um, he said there's a foot for you guys in the background, so there's a sweet foot shot. Um, I, I can I Hell can send yeah. this to you if you'd like, Kai. It's up to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> please, please, please send it uh, into the into the the group chat, please. And apparently, um, Seven Ready Knives on YouTube has a uh, yeah. video of uh, one of the Michael Timmerman yeah, customs. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it I saw it right after that video actually. Uh sorry, right after we recorded the previous episode mm-hmm. um, where he was talking about Mike Timmerman. Uh, I think I just never really talked about it, but yeah, Seven Ready is like uh, well known for his European customs and shit. I've heard of him a lot. I've just uh, this... never watched any of his any which I don't really watch yeah. any knife YouTubers, but I, I talk to him here and there. Um, he, cause I, I saw something that, uh, I wanted to pick up, but he was kind of charging a bit too much for it. Mm. Uh, cause he moves stuff really, really fast, but yeah. As is the world of knife nice YouTube. Feed. Yeah. As is the world of knife YouTube. Cause he'll be like, Whoa, this knife is amazing. I'm never going to let it go. And then the next day it's up for sale. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just the way it works. Shout out to my boy, Hank. Um, um shout out <laughs> to and he said, uh, third, as you guys aren't familiar with QSP, uh, give the Gannet a look. It's a front flipper with carbon fiber bolsters, micarta scales, and a nice thinly ground 154CM blade for about $80. Nice. Yeah, I've heard good stuff about QSP. I think if you went back probably three years, maybe, you probably wouldn't have heard yep. shit about QSP if they were even around. They were, And they were very yep. slow to upcome. But I think they're like kind of right there with Civivi now as far as uh really high quality yep. budget knives. For sure. They they're doing really well in that uh I'm I'm kinda glad actually that they don't push the the fucking mid end uh titanium frame lock flipper M three ninety S thirty five VN uh market that most Chinese brands are putting out. Uh I've I've always I've kinda always known that QSP's been like a a namestay budget brand. It's one of those that just sticks. Uh, it's definitely down there with like it definitely beats the shit out of like Kershaw and shit like that. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, I I definitely don't doubt their quality. It's just I they just don't do anything for me personally because I I feel like I've kind of grown past that phase of like having beater knives. Like Jesus, I have way too many knives already, and I can't sell them. Yeah, my my um, beater knives now. I'm like. I'll pick up the Norseman of the Sabenza. <laughs> oh, dang. Like, That's a hell of a flex. You know, you just go up to people and say, well, yo. I got, I got really good prices it? on both of them. If I had paid full retail for a Norseman, there's no fucking way I would treat it like I do. Yeah, exactly. I'm just beat the shit out of it. $1,000 knife. Um, yeah, let me just throw it around. No. No, no, no. I think, I think QSP and Civivi are right there with, like, um... It's it's that one niche category. It's not exactly like a beater knife because some of, some of them look really good and they're hard workers and all that. But it's one of those knives that are so are so affordable that you don't mind giving it to your friend for a couple of days and you know they're gonna cut like a fucking can open with it and they're gonna just beat the shit out of it. It's it's in that weird category of just like you could give it to a friend without worrying about about it too much. It's not gonna um, financially cripple you if they break it. Yeah, yeah, and and it's that that's honestly the highest compliment I could give to any um, what's it called like budget knife because, like, damn, like most budget knives, even if someone broke it, I'd still be pissed. But for QSP, I I guess, it, honestly, it it fits into that niche really really well because, yeah, it seems like you know good tolerances all that. 
So, yeah, thank you very much for suggesting QSP to us. And um, he has one more uh, question for us. I, yeah. I posted these two pictures in the chat for you, but he said, what do you guys think about the state of their collection? Um, while you're glancing over, I'll go ahead and make a, a comment here. I want that Spyderco tough. I do not want to pay for it, though. Just but but just it give it to me. Um, no, this is not a question. <laughs> you have a a very varied collection. There's a lot going on here. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. Bunch of different price yeah, ranges, yeah, yeah. a bunch of different styles. It seems to me, and I, I do not mean this in an offensive way. It seems to me you're kind of in that stage um, that all of us go through, where you're like, I need to get a little bit of everything. Um, I I'm still in that. A phase, lot of people so stay in that honestly, phase. Like, is there's nothing yeah. wrong with that at all? Because um, yeah. some people like, you know, all kinds. Like, I do not like every type of knife. When it comes to, like music, I, I listen to all kinds of music, but not every type of knife is fine for me. Um, so it varies per person. But you have a knife for probably damn near every situation I could think that you would need a pocket knife for. Um, I'm not really seeing much missing here. They are all somewhat similar in size. They look like they're all kind of, or for the most part, between that like three, three and a half inch, or 2.75, three, three and a half inch range. Yeah. Like you don't have any crazy I, big I actually want to, I want to, I want to defend them actually. Like, okay, you're missing, you're missing one thing, which is a sub three inch folder. I will, I want to say like for, for Omega Gents carry. I have no idea how big your hands are. What about but that? Is I that, think, I'm not sure, but the silver one in the middle on the, the second, second picture. The second picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a QSP. Is that, is I that think, not sub three inch? I don't know. It looks very stout. Like it, I, it, it does. I, I think the closest is the Boker on the, the left, the con, Conseil. That's like the closest like, uh, yeah, gentlemanly yeah, yeah. knife that I think I see here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for sure. Like, uh, if you want to get a good um, gentleman carry, well, there's also like the leg wheel on the the first photo the, at the top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I missed that. I, but yes, I I think it's uh, yeah, it's good. It's I think having a little bit of everything, like different blade shapes, trying out different blade steels and uh, handle materials and all that. That's super sick because I was in that period of time for a while and it's definitely not cheap especially as yeah someone overseas i don't have the budget for it which is why i do not do it anymore but yeah there's definitely some sometimes like i wish i hadn't sold these three and then you have we we know some people like in our discord that do not ever sell knives like they have hundreds like uh our, our canadian bro Man. um who has probably the most knives i think i've ever seen you you also have a Look, a substantial collection. Look, I, I, I didn't come here to be attacked like this today. <laughs> um, I'm wrong with it, but yeah, but but yeah, okay. Um, I also like the stickers that says that's a blade stock brother. Yeah, blade stock brother. Getting yeah, okay. This advice. guy is officially you officially get the Kai tag of a uh, blade stock brother because we we seem to have similar tastes. I have a question for you though. Um, how do you pick one to carry out of this? Uh, every other day like do you just is it based on emotion is it based on like the first thing you see um so that's a good that's, i would have them numbered like and do like a, a lottery question. roll every day yeah you gotta roll like a fucking a fucking big die every single day <laughs> <laughs> um you flip like several coins but yeah i usually go based off of emotion like um depending how i feel on whether like shit's gonna get beaten up or not like uh am i going to i don't know the fucking beach or something uh am i going to like somewhere humid some something like that but 
um, please feel free to send us another email. Let us know if you're looking for a nice gentleman's carry folder. Uh, Seven ready selling something you might be interested in. Uh, Brad Zinker Trapper. Cool. Also, wow. I just want to point Trapper. out that sometimes it's good to have a little bit of everything. It's good to but have. Um, I would I would rather people have a little bit of everything than be stuck in a niche that's wrong. Like if you're like I yeah, only right. buying sub three inch flippers, you're a fucking idiot. But whatever. yeah, if you only buy like sub three inch like fucking if you only buy three inch Medfords, like <laughs> that's that's kind of a problem. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like what Jake said when he listens to music. <laughs> um, you can kind of have a bit of everything, honestly, because you it, it's all based on emotion, anyways. Variety is uh, the spice of knife. Variety is the spice of knife. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything, and uh, I think that's that's a really cool thing, especially as someone living overseas. Um, but then again, if you focus on one thing and that one thing's awful, like I don't know, like the Norseman shape, or like you listen to nothing but hentai gangster rap, like that's I never want to hear that sentence again. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's you know you got to draw a line somewhere. But apparently yeah, that, variety, that's my line. Very nice. Sorry, what? I said apparently that's my line. <laughs> the the hentai gangster rap. I'm... <laughs> That's Jesus your God. Yeah. You just gotta people stop are somewhere. sick. Everybody out there listens to <laughs> fucking... I, I'm not even... I'm done with you. But thanks for the uh, emails, Jay. I hope you... Thank you very much. I yeah. hope we answered your, your opinion-based questions. And I hope your collection continues to grow. Um, you know, in a couple years when you have 200 knives, I'd love to see them all. Um, <laughs> yeah, please. Stay in touch. We also got an email from Mercon. Um... A our boy, my favorite stupid motherfucking Vero fanboy. I know he did. Fuck him. <laughs> Vero fan. He sent us some nudes. This stupid bitch. Um, no, no. Uh, he he has a few questions for us. Um, he said, "Would you rather have more options on handle design or blade shape?" Um, you you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I would rather have more. Uh, more flexibility blade shape wise because um whenever i design i feel like it's much much easier to start i literally draw a straight line and i start from uh the blade onwards because that defines what kind of knife it's going to be uh for its use case so i would assume most designers go the same way i know some other makers like lucas burnley might do it different uh he designs from the handle first because he's like oh comfort comes first but uh, for me personally, I feel the blade shape is going to dictate what kind of knife it's going to be overall. So for example, like my sheep's foot design is, is very hefty. And so um, it has a very simple kind of handle in the back. Uh, in terms of pocket knives, I would assume it's the same thing, honestly, because uh, if you look at the, the arrow, which I'm carrying today, um, you can tell the blade kind of came first because it's it's very blocky. And then the Handles are also very blocky uh, to match that. So, honestly, I prefer the blade shape because it, it really does make... Uh, it tells you what kind of knife it's going to be and how you're going to carry it and how it's going to be used and all that. Um, that's my personal opinion, though. What do you think, Jake? I, I'm going to disagree. I think, for me at least, the handle is more important, which I, I put a lot more emphasis on... Um, ergonomics than i think some people do like i i know a lot of people that get yeah. really really wrapped up in and this is not a this is there's nothing wrong with this but people get really really wrapped up in the blade shape and stock and the type of grind and you know all that stuff and that's yeah. yep, yep, yep that's definitely important a knife needs to be able to cut 
for sure. Um, but if a knife, if there's two knives on a table and one of them can cut decently and one can cut extremely well, but the one that cuts extremely well doesn't work for my hand, I'm, I'm not going to fucking use it. Um, so for me, That's handle fair. design's significantly more important. So I would, I'm assuming what he actually meant was, um, you know, like if you're pre-ordering a knife and they have a sheep's foot and a draw yep. point blade, or they yep. have a plain tie handle and one that's like milled. Uh, I, I'm, ah, I'm right, guessing right, that's where right. he was going. But in that case, my, my opinion still stands because sometimes milling on like certain milling patterns, just, I don't think they would work for me. So I'd, I'd prefer to have more handle options instead of having a bunch of blade options, but the handle on all uh, of them is shitty. Yeah. I, I go for, I go for very plain builds, honestly, all things considered now. Um, I'm I'm a very simple like, uh, very simple like either very simple plain milling pattern or just very simple plain handles kind of guy. Cause I don't know it's I I don't put too much emphasis on on the handle again because I I much prefer um, designing from the blade up. But having a handle with like you know cool. Like, okay, look at the, the Sharp Bite Design Mini Tempest. Like, yeah, Blue Marvel is, like, a nice touch and all that. But I don't really pay too much attention to that. I should feel bad for saying that because yeah, that's literally half the knife. Yeah, it's half the knife, and it's probably what's going to cost the most um, material-wise. But I don't know. It's just it, – I'm a very simple person. I just see the inlay. I see color. I'm like, okay, cool. That looks nice. Um, that's enough for me. And then also, like, obviously it needs to be – ergonomic and you gotta be able to hold it properly and all that but i feel like that goes without saying that's like the designer's problem (laughs) um that's just my opinion though uh for for handle wise so yeah all right we'll hop on to the next question here um what's more important blade shape or blade steel jesus where we're gonna be here a while. This is gonna be the fucking like tits versus ass. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty, again. pretty clear cut debate. But I, what? <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> we're not we're not gonna get into this. Everyone, send your emails. Um, I, again, I prefer blade shape because I feel like that almost directly correlates to what kind of angle is gonna be used, but. I also would prefer that my knives not have Chinese pot steel from fucking Shenzhen, China. Um, I'm going to agree with you, but for a different reason. So I I would rather have a blade shape that I really, really like and it be in a shitty steel than have a blade shape that I fucking hate using and it be in a super steel. It doesn't matter. I'm never going to have to use it because I don't like the fucking thing at all. Um, Right. So and, And blade shape is so important you know this better than most people like it you know if you if you're making a skinning knife for someone and you give it a yeah. fucking hawkbill blade it's not gonna work yeah yeah like, again it, it dictates it dictates what kind of knife it's gonna be overall because i don't want a fucking one inch maximum kiridashi you're not prying with because, a clip point like a bowie that's not yeah it's not happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, like i'm again special use cases and all that like this might be cherry picking data and whatever but uh i feel 
if it's a if we're talking a very utilitarian okay the most utilitarian blade shape arguably would be either a warney or a drop point because most knives are made kind of like that um i would rather like if it was if the in a perfect world it would only be those two shapes and then we could start talking about blade steel and you know blade grind and all that first off fuck you for excluding sheep's foot but oh yeah okay well sheep's foot is just reverse warney we don't talk about that (laughs) um but yeah it's it defines the use case but in a world where there's so many variables you know like blade length we have um fucking like people making two inch hawk bills and shit like i feel it's very important that you you choose what kind of shape you're going to use for the task yeah because yeah that's that's kind of what what makes knives so great it's there's so many variables that you can choose from especially if you get stuff from like a custom maker and Mm -hmm. stuff and yeah i feel like that's uh one of the things that's really important so definitely plate shapes more important because i'm if i ever make a 4v one inch blade um i need someone to take me out into the sunset dig me a hole and then while i'm looking at the sunset put a bullet in the back of my head thank you Uh, okay anyway moving on okay next question (laughs) um why is knife swap better than facebook that's because you're there you adorable little bitchy vera fanboy motherfucker um (laughs) no honestly knife swaps better than facebook for two reasons in my opinion one there's rules and two there's price policing boomers yeah yeah and you don't have to deal I, with old people I, yeah i you see i like knife swap somewhat i haven't sold anything in a long time because uh i've no offense Mercon. i really don't like knife swap at all i i will yeah, i will sell I through like every damn swap. channel i can apart from reddit or facebook same same because it's it's just which is good because you know the people who who sell a knife swap are mostly trustworthy yeah um yeah, but I find people I, I though that get like really into the hobby and have done it a bunch. They generally prefer to sell mm. to people that they know and will sell cheaper to people that they know than go through the hassle yeah, of sure. uploading it's, a fucking Reddit post. It's their own. It's their own like little. Um, I, I almost said echo chamber. It's <laughs> it's almost like their own little like community, like buying and selling community. And yeah. I respect that. It's uh, it's it's definitely not something easy to do, and it's uh, it's been great to see it kind of evolve over time. Um. I don't use Facebook for a couple reasons. Uh, one is the fact that there's too many boomers who are gonna post like, "Oh, fire emoji, fist bump Jesus emoji God. to your to yourselves to yourself." You give me PTSD. Um, secondly, it's the fact that uh, you need some of these selling groups. Uh, I know a couple. They are very echo chambery and uh, looking at you, halts. <laughs> <laughs> They're very echo chambery, and you need like you need to get private access. Um, via some stupid fucking like it's just gonna take. And forever. God forbid you also criticize will... whatever fucking brand it is. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. You get yeah, banned yeah, immediately sure. if, you, if you. Yeah, if you just say like, oh, selling my halt specter because uh, it's it has like slight off centering from factory. It's not super great, and I don't like it. So you're gonna get banned before it sells. Oh yeah. And lastly, the reason I don't use Facebook and. And I, but I do use Reddit is because uh, I got banned off Facebook for making six different accounts for school. <laughs> what Anyways, the fuck? Uh, yeah, so I, I I'm permanently off Facebook. So if, uh, if anyone wants uh wants to add me on one of my six Facebook accounts, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, please let me free. Okay, moving on. Yeah, so yeah, uh, knife swap better for selling for sure, or Instagram for that matter. Yeah. 
Okay. Next. Moving on. Okay. Um, Shout out to Merck for giving us all the ammunition for this, uh, there's, for this episode. I'm going to skip over the next question and come back because it's going to kind of lead into one of yep. our other topics. For sure, for sure. Um, but he said, Tontos are popular again. What's up with that? No comment. Um, no comment. I don't, Just no I don't comment. hate Tontos, but a lot of people shit on them. And a lot of people really, like, they, they nice. love them. I mean, it's another blade shape. I like to have a little bit of everything. So if I got one, cool. But it's not one of those things, like, I feel like I need to have. They are a pain in the ass to sharpen. I don't sharpen my own knives, so it doesn't. Say. Well, at least not, I don't sharpen my own expensive knives, so it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> to me. But, yes, yeah. I'm, you're but, essentially uh, sharpening two knives. Yeah, that's that's not hard, but I want to say just, I don't know, making one sounds like a pain in the ass because I don't have, like, a fancy belt sander, not yet. And especially you see all these, like, complicated mm-hmm. convex uh, tantos and all that. It's, it's it, it looks like such a pain in the ass, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the American tanto design because it it looks too... Oh, American tantos are fucking blocky. awful. Yeah, American Tantos, they took everything that was useful from the original uh, Nihon Tanto. And, and trashed they, it. They made it really squarey. Uh, there was a period of time, I'm not proud of this, but there was a period of time when I was looking at like Cold Steel exclusively at their Recon 1 Tantos. Mm-hmm. And I saw them like fucking batter that shit into a car door, and I was like, whoa, that's so neat. <laughs> uh, don't judge me. This was like really early no on. You're okay. But... Think thinking about it afterwards, like Jesus Christ, that shit looks like a fucking brick. I I can't. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, what's up with the Tanto hype? Someone someone else needs to chime in on this because I'm. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of the the American Tanto design. It legit just looks like a chisel to me. I, I'm not a fan of the Norseman either because that's also like a recurve Tanto. But um, yeah, someone please uh, educate me on the ways of the Tanto. Uh, the Japanese Tanto is really cool. Though. Oh, you get a lot more. Um, significantly. Yeah, the classic, like, uh, the classic, um, like, swept-back curve design. So good. Lovely. It's like a little Scandi. Wonderful. All okay. right. Last uh, question. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to hear Brian Nadeau answer this one. Carbon plate versus fat carbon. Oh, also, he said, eat my balls. Uh, yeah, love yeah. you all, Murky. Uh, fuck you, Murkon. Eat my balls. <laughs> Your face looks like my nuts. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. For, for real um, though. Uh, th- thanks for the email. Um, thank and I you. hope hope you're doing well in your shitty little Reddit echo chamber. Um, <laughs> so carbon plate versus fat carbon. Um, this is actually more relevant now than ever, which is probably why you asked it. Um, would yep. you like to discuss uh, why it's such a, a hot topic at the moment? Uh yeah okay this is kind of gonna be our main subtopic so uh just for some context carbon plate is a carbon fiber maker coming out of tartarstan which is um part excuse of me what russia Where, where's this at tartar tartarstan okay i misheard what you said okay Can... well what what'd you think like i said tartarstan <laughs> tartarstan <laughs> and i was like that's, no, no, no. that's wildly Tart- offensive tartarstan okay Continue. <laughs> there, he's from uh, Tartarstan or the Republic of uh, Tartarstan. Uh, it's uh, 
Kazan is there, if I'm not wrong. I, I don't know if... Wait, is Kazan in... Yeah, Kazan is in Tartarstan, if I'm not wrong. But it's a part of uh, Russia. It's one of the, the big, big, big states. Uh, it's located in southern... Southeastern Russia. Um, so that's enough of our geography lesson. So anyways, Carbon Plate is made by this guy called Tim. Uh, that's all he goes by, just Tim. Um, and before this, he was making some high-quality as um, carbon fiber. So, uh, understandably, a lot of makers place down um, pre-orders and stuff for their materials, namely Sharp by Design, who is working with Riyadh for his current um, Mini Tempest design, and also uh, Trevor Berger, who is using his Marvel for uh, LEXKs. And now, he hasn't been active since June, as far as I know. I think his last order shipped out sometime in April or May, um, because we have friends from Europe who order carbon fiber from him. And his most recent post was on the 5th of May, of him cutting out some, what is this, uh, some CF uh, from Kinesin Knives. But recently, it's come to light that Trevor Berger and Sharp by Design both haven't received their their uh, their material, even though they've paid the down payment. Trevor Berger is on the less shit end of the stick because uh, he put down a $400 deposit for one sheet of carbon fiber, which is not too bad. Sharp by Design, aka Brian Nadeau, on the other hand, put down a $20,000 deposit for Blue Marvel Carbon Fiber, and he hasn't heard from him since, and he's not going to get his money back. And so, um, the Mini Tempest, which is very hyped up from a lot of people, me and my boy Frog, and a lot of people in Discord, and a lot of people in general, are waiting very, very patiently, and eventually it would appear that Carbon Plate in the most recent months without any update, he's probably dead. I I wish I was joking, but there's a lot of speculation on the current situation of like how he is. Uh, as far as I know, I know COVID like, didn't hit Tardistan that bad, but um, there's a lot of speculation on what's currently going on. Has no one been able to reach out to him at all? No, I, I placed an order for uh four sheets of carbon fiber so a total of like what three hundred dollars because I, I wanted to get uh to more cf right. stuff um i i shot him a message i sent him three emails um no reply in july mm. so this was back in july so i know this was slightly uh slightly early sorry slightly later than uh he ceased all communication but uh he has a number on his website which goes to to his north america uh reshipper and it's completely dead. It it's no longer in service. Um, so we're not sure if this is a. Some people are are again a lot of speculation, a lot of smoke uh, surrounding this. But some people are saying that he he kind of just ran away with the money, which doesn't make sense because he would have made more money if he actually produced the material. I'm not trying to be insensitive. Um, some people are. But what this yep. all sounds like to me is that my vector is going to be worth even more. Because it has a rare material on it. Mmm, Omega Brain. <laughs> Discontinued carbon fiber. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's fucked up, but you're not wrong. Um, um, which, 
all, all this is so fucking crazy to me because I've always heard better stuff about carbon plate than I have about fat carbon. Yeah. yeah but I think fat carbon's a much bigger operation. They're much bigger now, but I know carbon plate is, like, huge in Europe. Like, Shiro, Shiro uses him. Uh, I know Koenig buys stuff from him. Yeah, I've I know seen a few uh, my guy Assassin Knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My guy Assassin Knives mm-hmm. uh, got his material from them. And honestly, some of their stuff looks super unique. Like the the crosshatch, uh, crosshatch CF looks super super unique. They're and right before they disappeared as well, they had uh, this thing called carbo, carbo quartz tie. I I don't know what it is, but it looks so sick. It looks uh, like CF meteorite. It's so cool. It yeah, it almost looks like vibranium uh, from like Marvel. It's super cool. But like, there's a lot of smoke surrounding what happened with him because this shit was expensive uh like again three sheets would cost me three hundred dollars i was willing to pay that but like um he just kind of disappeared and no one really knows what happened to him because some people are speculating he's either dead like unironically like this is 100 percent serious like he's either dead or he got arrested because it's not really normal for any maker to just up and disappear like this. I mean, it's um, happened a few times, but it's never someone this big. Um, yeah, and he's huge, or at least he was. Like, um, literally, if you want high-end carbon fiber, you either fucking go to him or fat carbon. That's it, <laughs> you know? Mm. That's that, That's it as far as, you know, most custom makers are concerned. If you want, like, yeah, unique, for sure. like just carbon look at fiber, that's it. Yeah. Like just look at uh, CMF as well. CMF, TBC, um, uh, Brian Nadeau, they all, they're all kind of, you know, like busting ass to to try to get some of this stuff. Um, actually, that reminds me, I also have some carbon plate on my assassin knives, so uh, maybe that will increase in value. I feel fucked up for saying that. This is like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that post of that. That one guy who's like, yo, is it okay to keep a girl's nudes if she's dead? Oh my god, I know it's what you're like, talking about. And then, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I feel bad for keeping them, but it's like some limited edition Pokemon card kind of shit. Okay, that dude's <laughs> certainly this... going to hell for, for that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know, dog. This, this feels kind of like the same thing mm. because this guy, it's, it's not even limited edition, but the guy's fucking gone. And like, there's a legit chance that he's, he's deceased because... Um, yeah, we're gonna have to, I don't know. This is so fucked up. Like, yeah, we're not gonna be able this to... This is above our podcast pay grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead. We're not gonna delve too <laughs> deep into the conspiracy theory, but, uh, if anyone can get a message from him or just check if he's alive, um, I, I would appreciate it, I guess. Like, that'd be kind of neat. I'm also, uh, I'm not saying so I hope far, he's dead. I mean, mixed gorgeous yeah, yeah, material, I, definitely I don't, don't want him to die, but... It'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it this would be it would be big fucking news if he, it would be if he was just gone. Massive. Yeah, but that that would make sense for why he's you know not responding, um, which is kind of unfortunate. But I guess the main people who would know are the bigger makers like uh, SBD, TBC. You'd expect them to yeah. know, but they don't. So things aren't looking great. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, we just hoping. Um, yeah, so between them and Fat Carbon, well, right now, I guess Fat Carbon's the winner, because Fat Carbon's still active. <laughs> um, 
which kind of leads into our our news topic, which is um, fat carbon will now be making the mini tempest inlays because of carbon plate kind of not being Dude, there. Dude, imagine being like, I'm sure fat carbon does more business than this, but imagine yep. getting a shout out from a, a pretty big maker in the community and just being like, hey. I'm going yeah. with these guys now because a bunch of other people are going to be like, oh, I should I should look into this too. It's, yeah, yep, 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 for sure. It's uh, So right now, uh, I'll, I'll read this out from Sharp Eye Design right now. Pleased to say Fat Carbon is bailing me out of a tough situation and will be making the materials for the Mini Tempest with great communication, a quick turnaround, and reasonable pricing. It had to be done. Manufacturing of the materials, cutting to size, and shipping to Riyadh. It should be a few weeks before David starts making the inlays, which is the guy in charge of Riyadh. Once David gets the materials to hand, I'll try to nail down an estimate for you. Sorry I have to come to this, but at least we know it's coming soon. Thank you for your patience and understanding. And he tagged, uh, fat, sorry, he tagged, uh, yeah, Fat Carbon. But the thing is, the photo he posted would be Fat Carbon uh, Dark Matter, which I'm not a huge fan of anymore. I've, but... it, it looks really pretty in pictures. When you see it in person, though, there's a lot more black than there is color. Yes, it's very underwhelming in my opinion. But, 100% agree. Uh, I, that's why, yeah, that's why the the purple haze, which is what um, purple Mer- haze is the god tier shit, man. Yeah, Mercon was on here and he was like, "Oh, purple purple haze was uh, cool." And then some people are saying they prefer carbon plate. Personally, I would prefer something with a little bit more color. And also, I just want to say. Like, this is great PR for Fat Carbon, oh, yeah. though. Even if they come up with, like, fucking... Even if they come up with some shitty, like, some shitty CF with voids in it and shit, like, people are going to eat that shit up because um, we've been waiting on this for so long. Uh, I know Frog is going into, like, a fucking period of just... Withdrawal? Knife chastity. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like a fucking druggie, just... Oh, God, he's just... He's, like, shaking every time he thinks about uh, the... The mini tempest and the the raptor. He's Has he still not got his raptor? I, I haven't seen him post anything about it, but I, I just assumed that it had come through by what, now. Brian, from Brian Brown? Yeah. Fuck no. I, oh, I, God. I, I'm waiting for mine too. And like I'm starting to feel the symptoms of, of what Frog feels. <laughs> but I, like, you know, the shaking, the convulsing, the heavy breathing when you see uh brian brown yeah i've been waiting for the raptor for like jesus a good a good i'm really ride. glad i didn't order one now uh, it's mm, it's such a good design and i'm still waiting for it it's uh it's just taking a while longer because i think it was expected that the the mini tempest would be done before uh the raptor but unfortunately because of the way things are now um it looks like riyadh's also kind of hustling through everything and they're trying to sort out their orders so uh i don't know it's it's a whole it's a whole situation but uh hopefully both the mini tempest and the raptor come out relatively soon back to back so hopefully it won't be completely shit um riyadh's gonna have a long end of the year ahead of oh them, yeah and uh hopefully yeah hopefully they keep up production and all that uh Hopefully we get our knives soon, and hopefully carbon plate isn't dead. Um, I'm very excited to see what Brian Nado chooses uh, from Fat Carbon. But I really hope it's not fucking dark matter. I oh. hope that we have a chance to. Oh, and another good question would be, uh, 
what's going to happen to the the KMP version, the Knife Nuts podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just going to be Purple Dark Matter. Oh, no. That That's sad. Like, it's it's really sad. Um, because as much as I love uh, some Fat Carbon stuff, like, I bought some snakeskin from them. Uh, I really like their, like, Art of Storm, Mars Valley. A lot of people shit on those. I don't give a fuck. If you don't yeah. like them, fuck you. But I think they're really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, I think in, in moderation, it's it's really, really cool. Um, but I, I don't know. I, we paid a little bit of extra for that, for that color pop, yep. um, from the, from carbon plate, but it's, we're not going to get it. So I guess this would understandably be the next best thing. Um, but props to Brian Nadeau for, um, like kind of, I, I don't want to say rushing, but kind of putting in the extra effort for this because, um, it definitely wasn't an easy choice to make. Uh, and being able to think on your feet and find another replacement. And obviously people are going to be upset about this. Some people are going to be upset about I mean, this. I hate to be this way, um, but he, he didn't so, really have an option. When you're holding, presumably, if, if just the material deposit was twenty grand, i am assuming you're holding a few hundred thousand dollars worth of people's money, uh, you got to yeah, act pretty fucking yeah, yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, like good on him, because he could have just, um, he could have just kept the same price and went with, like, I, I hate to say this, but one of the things that looks the most like uh, what's called the uh, blue marvel would be just black and blue G10. Oh god! Uh, and he could he very well yeah he very well could have just bought black and blue G10, slapped it on, and said like oh yeah sorry uh, carbon plate didn't respond so uh, we we took the executive decision to use black and blue G10. He he very well could have done that, but uh, he chose to find uh, literally the next best thing. So props to him for doing that. He's one of the um, few makers that seems to give a shit about his reputation. Um, so, and that would <laughs> yeah. certainly fuck it. Yeah, 100%. Like, if you just went straight up with uh, Black and Blue G10. Um, good on you. That was a good choice to make. Um, we now have... So now we're going to probably get Blue Dark Matter, very high chance. Blue Dark Matter and Purple Dark Matter for the KMP version. Um, Jesus Christ, just started raining out of nowhere. Yeah, I can hear but, it. Um, yeah, it's, it's getting pretty aggressive, but yeah, good, good on him. It's, it was a good decision. And so now, yeah, I, I guess we don't really have a choice. So back to Mercon's question from like fucking 20 minutes ago, uh, between carbon plate and fat carbon, we don't really have a choice now. We kind of all have to say fat carbon and we all have to bow down because again, we don't have a fucking choice. Um, carbon plate is gone, but personally in terms of look, I prefer some of the stuff from carbon plate a little bit more uh notably the shark 2 stuff but i'm not gonna get that anytime soon i um okay i think i prefer fat carbon in general um i really like this marvel but most of carbon plate stuff just doesn't do it for me um i sometimes i really like the super extra looking knives and fat carbon's got that in spades yeah for sure fat carbon's got them they they've got um i don't know like carbon play seems a bit cleaner like a little bit more subtle yeah. but uh carbon fat carbon definitely has like they came out with fucking arctic storm uh and mars valley like literally the first thing they did so uh props to them that looks it's very loud looking i will i want to say um so if you if you like being a little bit extra sometimes uh yeah fat carbon 
Okay, uh, and before we wrap up this episode, I think we have quite a bit of news to cover, but we're just gonna chug through this because it's getting kind of late uh, for Jake, and it's kind of coming to the afternoon for me. So we're gonna move on to the news, and then we'll see what we can do to wrap this up, shall we? So, um, Jake, you want to take the first one? Sure. Um, so Tactile Turn is doing a kitchen knife in Magna Cut. Um, I'm honestly surprised they got enough Magna Cut for this to be a thing. I think it's 14C28N. And then the, they make, they're making a folding knife in... Uh, they're making a folding knife in Magna Cut. Oh, okay. Uh, the Rock Wall, that's what it's called. Oh, I really... Yeah. The Rockwall, um, I actually tried one. The I didn't like it very much. It was kind of boring. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of boring for the price. Um, but apparently they're doing a thumbstead version, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, and this kitchen knife actually looks pretty solid um, from what I've seen so far. Yeah. It's currently on Kickstarter if you're interested. Very. Um, at least I think it is. Let me make sure before. I'm kind of surprised that a company like Tactile Turn would need um, Kickstarter. Uh, so it's going to be a 14C28N ground in house and has rich light micarta for knife handles um i would assume it's pretty thin it's a classic deba kind of japanese knife design uh which is yeah 14 c28 and it's good 150 steel, bucks uh, too, so it's not yep and tactile turn they, they make and, pretty good shit um like the rock all is boring but it was very well made so um oh they actually have the bte on here um oh dang let's see it's uh Twelve thousandths. Um, oh, that's not no, bad. not, not crazy, tonight. but it's not. That's not bad at all. Um, yep. In this price range, it's, it's good, probably pretty solid, honestly. For one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, it's. it's oh, it's. It looks really well balanced. As well. Yeah, that, I'm really, really glad they nailed that. Yeah, sharpening angle seventeen degrees. Yeah, this is a good. This is a good like uh, diba. Kinda, I kind of want one uh, now, but I, I don't need this. Design. It goes up to twelve thou. Sorry, um, it goes up to, yeah, twelve thou. It goes up to twelve thou, and then after it's sharpened, it goes up to fifteen to twenty thou, which is gonna be, garbage for. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's gonna be decently done for uh, what's it called, like so. Once it loses its edge, you might be a little bit fucked. Uh, yeah, I'm confused as to why be, they went with such go. thick stock. It's not crazy thick, but uh, for a kitchen knife. 14C28, and they didn't say where they're doing heat treat, though. No, it just says 60 HRC. At least they didn't give a fucking range. Yeah. Yeah, they said 60 HRC. Uh, but that's not the right question to ask. Hardness can be misleading. Okay, yeah, and then they're going to go into like the whole metallurgy talk. We chose a great steel and hardness, so the knife holds an edge for a long time. Yeah, 60, 60 is good. This is this is going to be a good, like, workhorse uh, kitchen knife, honestly. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, tactile turn. Uh, but this is the boring part. Also, it's stonewashed, which is, I, I guess. Watch your fucking mouth. Mirror, mirror wash. It's mirror yeah, wash. Yeah, so it's perfect. It's mirror wash. Yeah, oh, yeah, mirror wash is, is wonderful. I just don't know. I, I've never had a mirror wash. Me either. I have no fucking idea <laughs> how that would even work <laughs> as far as, yeah, like, yeah. um... He's gonna have to which 14C20N's pretty stain resistant, so I wouldn't worry too much about it, but... Yeah, it's very, very, very clean, and also it gets a it gets a nice polish. Um, it's very nice to work with. Uh, Sandvik steel is typically very, very clean. But the more, the more interesting one, I feel, would be the rock wall, because... 
it looks like a quiet carry almost yeah when i um, when i had it in hand um it was a little bit better made than some aquatic carries like base level offerings but if you've tried the waypoint um yeah it looks very, like a waypoint yeah, very that's fucking it. similar and now they're doing it in um in a thumb stud version and i'm just gonna be honest with you yeah. having tried the the rock wall and having had a waypoint for a while i take the waypoint every day of the week yeah that looks like a waypoint with magna cut which is interesting but uh and then there's this little like there's this little thing going on in the new section between uh between Antec and Merc about the efficacy of um what's it called of Magna Cut because it's still a relatively new steel. Um Magna Cut's really good for toughness. It's uh quite similar to somewhere in between M4 52100 and the stain resistance of like M390. If that's something that you're into, um good on you, but I personally don't think it's it's gonna shine in a pocket knife. Um, it sounds more like a fixed blade application, not, honestly. It is a hundred percent. I really think it is because I'm gonna. I have some Magna Cut. I just haven't heat treated any of it. I haven't tried it out myself. But um, based on what I hear, based on what I'm hearing, it's um, it's gonna be a really wonderful fixed blade. Uh, I don't know shit about steels, but that's just gonna, my assumption because. When you're when you're doing a, yep. a fixed plate, generally the reason you're going fixed plate or folder is because durability. So you want something yep. high tough, high toughness, yep. and yep, yep, yep. You're not necessarily going to be taking as well care of it as you will a pocket knife. So you know some stain resistance as yep. well would help. But everybody's yep. no one's really putting it in fixed plates as far as like production companies. It's almost all going into folders. So yeah. So in terms of folders, if you if you're gonna go with Magna Cut, good on you, you know, like enjoy it because it's gonna have a lot of it's gonna have a lot of edge stability, so it's not gonna it's not gonna chip, it's not it's gonna be a little bit hard pressed to roll, uh, so good on you. It's gonna be a good uh, it's gonna be a good steal, but it's definitely not gonna be as it's not gonna be at its full potential unless it's like a fixed blade, in my opinion. Um, so if you the only Folding knife I can think of that would probably shine with the Magna Cut would be an eighty twenty from Andrew Demko because he's his knives are basically fixed blades already. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, kind of some talk on Magna Cut and good on Tactile Turn for choosing a really cool steel to work with. Okay, moving on. Uh, next up, Spiderco reveals will now be done via the Spiderco app and social media once the designs are in production not gonna be they're not gonna release their magazines anymore that so breaks my heart, gonna that was such approach. a big fucking like, exciting thing for me i don't know yeah it, it always was right because like looking forward to every quarter and now it's literally just gonna be like to every it. other fucking company yeah so yeah, Spyderco has made the big decision, and they say this will allow them to be more timely and flexible in their approach to releasing new products. It will reduce the frustration caused by unexpected delays uh, in new product av- av- availability. Um, okay, so I I think this is based off of like delays from the Pochi and the Swayback, and uh, like because the way the way the thing used to work was that you get a big announcement trailer for um like a bunch of stuff for the first quarter of the year and then sorry every quarter of the year 
uh, and then they would kind of just die off. So they would go base. They would just put stuff in production, and some of the stuff would arrive next quarter, and some of the stuff would arrive like literally right after the reveal dropped. So um, it was just a mess. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah, it it was a mess, but it was it was a fun mess in my opinion. Like you got to see stuff to look forward yeah. to. Um, but a lot of people are shitting on. <laughs> this one guy is so salty about it. Your original product reveal system that you implemented in twenty twenty one was a complete shit show and utter failure. How do we know that this new reveal system of yours will be any better? Yeah, so, well, some people are not really happy about this, but I'm sorry. Some people just aren't happy with Spider-Co in general, yeah. but I'm <laughs> I'm okay with it. Like, I'd rather it be a shit show of I kind of know what to expect for the next year rather than be like, oh, we have a new thing coming out next week. Oh, we have a new thing coming out next week. Like every other, what, every month or so. Because then you don't really have anything to look forward to. It's just going to be boring. Yeah. It's just, it takes the fun out of it. At least make it a fun shit show. Now it's just going to be just a plain shit show. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, that's just my opinion, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's sad news coming from Spider-Co. Yeah, it's kind of um, So that, looking forward, that's going to be... Yeah, that's going to be how the reveals are going to work. So if you don't have the Spider-Co app or you don't follow Spider-Co on Instagram, get on it. <laughs> You're going to have to because... Uh, Otherwise, you're not going to be able to look at the the reveal notes. Okay, moving on. All right, uh, next up we have a. Okay, this is going to be polarizing. Yeah, this has been a while. Polarize uh, itself to death. This is a fucking <laughs> another Gareth Bull knife. You guys ready to see another Gareth Bull knife that you can't get? Well, congratulations. Mm. It's called the. I. Zyro. I. The Zyro. In Magna Cut, Red Carbo Quat. Carbo quartz. Oh, I can't speak today. Sorry, carbo quartz, gold tie, hidden hardware, running on skiff bearings, and a, a fucked uh, up synthetic ruby clip in this particular prototype that was uh, auctioned. Thirtieth. I, I, I. Do you know how much it went for? Because it doesn't Gary. say. Uh, I think private bid. Well, Jesus. Um, no, nah, he deleted it. But I think it went for. I remember it opening, and someone almost bid, like, 20k mm -hmm. on it immediately. Doesn't surprise me. So, this, uh, personally, I don't, I don't see, I, I, I think the design itself is not going to be polarizing. I think it's just this fugly-ass prototype that he went with. Um, I, I agree, and I also wanna, I just wanna diss Vex while he's not here, but two weeks ago, he, he posted, uh, on the reveal, and I quote, Love that clip. I do not. That it looks like it's a fucking, it idiot, a fucking you stupid, dumb tumor. piece of shit, little baby back bitch. Look at that fucking <laughs> awful clip. That shit's so extra. It looks. I mean, it looks like a fucking tumor dog. Like, uh, I know, I know what he was going for. Like the the big style. It looks clip, too. Um, it looks so bougie. Maybe that's why Vex it likes it. Looks like it, a honestly. ball. It looks like a mar like a whole ass marble. I, I don't know. It it's just not for it's me. It's really dog. kitschy. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, it's a synthetic, synthetic ruby used as the clip yeah, ball. This is a big style clip with a fucking ruby. I don't know. Portflex would like it. This is yeah fucking again. Degenerate. Very very, <laughs> very polarizing again. Um, Vex is probably gonna get one somewhere down the road. Uh, shout out to Zeusus who said, uh, and I quote, "Out." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Vex 
immediately posted. Now picture that, but in electric blue. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I don't know. This doesn't do anything for me. The first time I saw it, I thought it was G10. I did too. Uh, it doesn't. Um, I don't know. I've never like tried any carbon quartz, but this shit looks boring. Carbon quartz is fucking expensive. It's so Probably expensive. I haven't tried it. <laughs> uh, it's so hard to find. Yeah, it's so hard. I really to find. only see it on like super um, high end knives, um, so I don't hear yeah. about it much. So I don't, it, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it. It's fucking. It's CF micarta basically, but <laughs> um, yeah, essentially. And I, I don't know. I just don't feel anything towards this design. Like the Shamwari was such a. It made me feel like, you know, this this was a really clean, um, clean, uh, clean cut design, you know, uh, very subtle, like almost the peak, it, it, almost like the, what's it called? The Sabenza of the South African night, right. if you will. But this kind of just, I don't know. It just looks, it almost looks like a gas station knife in my opinion. Um, but again, I, I think it's it looks a very polarizing. Design. I, I think the, I think it looks classier than a gas station knife, but it's not something that I would buy. Um, I mean, it considering how it went for almost thirty k, like I wouldn't be surprised if it was like it's supposed to look better than a gas station knife. That's the bare minimum I would expect. But, yeah, I don't know, just the color scheme and the handle material, it just doesn't do anything for me personally. But if anyone else has, you know, like, they feel anything towards this design, please let us know. Because I don't, it looks very, very extra, but almost too gaudy, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, if anyone has any comments on that, please. We, we need a, we need, shit, where's, where's Vex when you need him? The you one need fucking the, time. The one time where he's gonna, he's actually gonna argue with us over the design. Um, like, look, the Shamwari was like the fucking, uh, the Sabenza of, uh, Gareth's designs. And then you have the Mira, which was like the Umnumzan, because it was like, you know, it was cool looking and it has like that ramp and all that. And then, fuck the Wolf Mouse. No, we don't talk about that <laughs> no one. No one talks but, uh, about the now Wolf you have Mouse. This. It doesn't even exist. And then now you have this, which is. I don't know with the ruby and with the the fucking carbo quartz and the the magna cut and the it just doesn't work for me in my opinion. But um, then again, if anyone likes this design, please you know don't feel free to just tell us why you like it. Maybe you like it, maybe you hate it. Also, what the fuck is that pivot? Do you see that pivot tool? Yeah. That it's a custom pivot tool that you need to take apart. That's a big no for me. I'm sorry. Like that's a big oof. Because um okay let's let's see what some potential changes to the zero or zyro uh it has way more jimping down the spine it has a new pivot uh with the tool okay this is what i'm terrified of is the fact that the tool's not gonna line up 100 percent properly even though he says that it locks up uh completely because proprietary uh pivot tools scare the fuck out of me because i don't want to mar the shit out of carbo course that shit's expensive yeah don't blame you uh the yeah so the clip is going to be rubies they're hard wear resistant low friction coefficient i the fuck does that even mean like you you just want an excuse to put a fucking ruby in there yeah, to just be, be, honest just be for Super real deep don't, don't lie <laughs> low drag coefficient uh the slots in the blade add a nice visual touch but primarily they're functional you can spidey flick it uh front flipper it uses skiffs okay the skiff part is actually kind of interesting um because 
I would assume he was doing a lot of uh, his own in-house stuff. But yeah, um, those are our thoughts on the very polarizing Zero. Zyro. Uh, we're going to have to wait for Vex to come back in the next episode, hopefully in the next two weeks, so that he can put us on blast for this. Um, but yeah, again, very polarizing, so please share your thoughts. Um, okay, moving on. We have Blade Show West, which happened a while ago. Uh, fuck if I know what <laughs> happened there, honestly. It, it, it seemed kind of dead. Um, just a quick rundown of stuff. So, the best tactical knife was given to the Civivi Tamashi, which was designed by uh, Bob Terzola, my man, Bobby T. Bobby. Uh, the best hunter de- design was made by Bradford Knives Guardian 4. That doesn't make any fucking sense, because Bradford's been making the same goddamn Guardian for several <laughs> years. Best big knife. I don't even know what this category means. Uh, this is all from Knife News, by the way, because um, we like to put them on blast once in a while. Bradford Knives, CPM, Rex 45, Fillet. Fillet? Fillet? The fillet knife, yeah. The fillet knife. Uh, and Rex 45. That's kind of interesting, but I don't even know what big knife means. Like as a, It's not even a fucking qualifying cat. Yeah, it's just stupid. Uh, yeah, so the Bradford knife, CPM, Rex 45, fillet knife. Uh, the best folder, the Protect Custom Malibu. Not surprising, considering how Protect always goes 110%. They go way extra. Uh, at every fucking gold, mother, poor pearl, uh, the diamond, and the pivot. I mean, at least it's not ruby for a clip <laughs> with low drag coefficient. Gotta get that low drag uh, coefficient. Best EDC. <laughs> Gotta get that low drag coefficient. Best EDC. Monterey Bay knives slayback. I have one of these in ZDP one oh, Very very cool. So uh, ZDP is lovely. You want to sl- wait? You want the double D? Yeah, not the yeah? fucking stupid flipper one. No offense. Did you did you get the? I don't know if you saw this, but uh, it was on sale literally yesterday. I think it's out of stock. Uh, you might want to check, but it's a... Wait, I'll send it in. Uh, it's a flipper design with ZDP-189. I think this one works a bit better. It's a Ray Laconico design. It looks like no. a... It's called the Pincher. No. Uh, no. What's that? I, I don't know. I don't like flippers. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't uh, like this right, blade right. shape. This, not, this is... Why would you send me this shit? This is offensive. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> yeah, because you're talking about how you didn't want to flip her specifically, and I was like, hey, this would be funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, MBK won Best EDC Factory uh, Design uh, for the Slayback in ZDP 189. Uh, it's a flipper, and it's a liner lock. I have one. It's quite nice. And the best in show overall was the Civivi Tamashi, which is kind of surprising considering how... CVV is a budget brand, and it was a what's it called? This is a half tang. It was a half tang. Um, Jesus, what do I even call this? It, it's a it's a half hidden tang G10 handle. Uh, t- traditional with, Tanto with a D2. In D2. Okay, I hate it. Thanks. Alright, very cool. Thank you, Bobby T. You s- Why um, the fuck are you still around? Bobby T, go away. (laughs) Dude, retire. Fuck. He's still... He's still still working. My my man's working hard. It's in D2. God, I hate this. Uh, Yeah, OD Green G10. Satin Finish D2. uh, Black Kydex Sheath with a fake tech lock on it. Fake tech lock. Um, (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's just the T-clip. 
Yeah, I'm so sorry, Bobby. T- I, you know when you said when you asked why is Bobby T still here, I thought you you meant like why is no, he still no, alive? No, 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 no. <laughs> like why is he? Still I don't designing? want to pass away, but yeah, why <laughs> the fuck is he still designing now? Just go away. I'm surprised he can see anymore. Shit. I'm actually... Yeah, uh, his attention to details definitely like kind of been lost uh, somewhere along the line because you know he's getting old, which you know happens to all of us. But um, yeah. It's it's such an it's a definitely a nice design and it goes back into Bob Terzola's roots um, from like when he was carving jade and shit uh, in in Guam or whatever. Um, that sounds like some Lynn Thompson yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like sitting in the hills and he was just I carved jade with nothing but my hands. But yeah, it, it goes back into his roots and I think that's really interesting. Um, I just hope Bobby T is like a little bit more patient with himself and he just kind of lets himself rest now because he's definitely saying, dude, he's busted his ass for so like you can stop carrying knife designs for everybody else who's doing shitty ones just, just yeah. chill he's gotta he's gotta relax. sit down man fuck he's gotta relax um okay moving on uh to the custom section uh some names that we could talk about best folder is won by mike tyre who's a journeyman smith uh which is quite interesting uh we have Mike Schindel, who won Best Damascus. I don't know who this is, but he looks to have some good Hamon pat. Oh, Jesus. That's actually really freaking cool. Um, yeah, very cool. Blacher West uh, did a good job picking out the Damascus. He does some really nice patterns. Uh, Mike Schindel, if you guys are interested in checking him out. Best Slip Join, won by Luke Swenson. Don't know the fuck no that guy is. is. But his, his stuff looks kind of clean, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he's doing a demo. He did a demo. He's a firefighter. Cool. Neat. Uh, best Chef's Knife by Fell Knives. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah, hold this on, guy makes on. some gorgeous stuff. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Super cool. Um, Sanmai and... Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, really cool Damascus stuff. He forges his own billets and stuff, too. Wonderful. Get some sick patterns on there. Uh... Best Hunter was also by Mike Chandel for his integral. Jesus Christ, the rain's getting like really intense. Uh, Best Hunter was by Mike Chandel. It was a Hamon Hunter. Is that convex? What the fuck? Wait, do you see this image? Let me get it pulled Jake? back up. Uh, the integral bolster hunter. It's a. Uh... Yeah, I don't. What's the... that? Yeah, the best hunter. Do you see that edge? That yes. bevel and the heel. I don't know if it's the angle. Or, I, I think like, that, as usual, the Blade Show judges don't know what the fuck they're looking at. Do you know how bad this looks? <laughs> it, it looks wide. That heel is fucking rounded. Yeah. No, but that's that's good, though, because like, if the heel's round... Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's not good. <laughs> I take it back. The, the heel's rounded because, like... I would assume you don't want to cut yourself but because if you're no up there though, you're gonna fucking cut yourself anyway, whether it's rounded or not. You're a hundred. If anything, right. I, I would rather have a sharp yeah. edge to at least like catch my finger because with this, I feel like my finger would like roll up it and it would just. Bite <laughs> just in roll up and cut peak. yourself. Oh no. Yeah, it looks. Eesh. Okay. Anyway, uh, congrats on your win, Mike Chandel. Uh, very. Work very on your cool. heels, bud. Uh, and. Best EDC, okay, this one I'm actually kind of into, uh, was won by Tobin Hill uh, for his, I would assume, a, uh, one of his slip joints. That's all he fucking makes. Flush joint. Yeah. 
And oh, best custom ADC uh, knife I see it. Dude, that's not... I, I do not mean any offense to traditional fans out there. This yeah. shit looks the same as every other fucking slip joint ever. It's fucking staghorn and a fucking shield inlay and of course fucking pseudo clip point shit. Like, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with it. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, Blade, Blade Show West, I guess, um, the judges kind of just went ham. Uh, for a moment, I thought Tobin Hill was this other guy named Tobin Bladesmith. Uh, wait, I'm going to send something uh, I you. saw it. This um, is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Micarta... Uh, Micarta-looking Adam thing. This shit looks a little rough. But some of the designs yeah, look interesting. For sure. For sure. He's uh, he's good friends with uh, Tepe Designs. Um, some of his older stuff is really I like his, I like it his newest well folder, followed. actually. I do think that. like the Mike Hart on there. He did a really good job on that. Yeah, he... I think he works best with, um, like, simple materials, yeah. in my opinion. Um, or, like, CF. He, he's got some really cool ones on here. But... Yeah, very interesting stuff. I uh, for a moment I thought Tobin Hill was uh, Tobin Bladesmith, but uh, yeah, very cool stuff from you know both of them. Okay, last piece of news: we have Sog once again uh, trying to fix their brand for the past three years. <laughs> Good luck. So, yep. So Sog twenty twenty two. It has S thirty five still pulled aluminum. Wait, S thirty five. That gives... that's a revolutionary. Oh wait. Is it 2016 still? What? It, it is to Run the Internet Explorer. S35. Uh, the one zero. The one zero comes in the autos and an XR, which has the XR lock, which is access lock, but with one one button. Um, the Altair. I like this. I like this name. The Altair takes a similar attack to the one zero. Has a clean blade. It's um. Same shit, but it's a that lanyard loop on the front makes me want to uh, kill myself. Lanyard loop, oh Jesus! Why the I fuck would it? you put that there? Oh. Uh, that no. makes no yeah looks no pretty. sense at all. Uh, this this comes to an interesting point. Uh, okay, wait the the Aegis FX. This is a fixes f- fixy version of the oh Sog sorry Aegis that's holder. the one I was looking at. I I I had my. Yeah, no, land, this is the one I'm talking about, Aegis FX. That's the motherfucking lanyard loop on the front. The one with the awful lanyard loop, yeah. Die. The one with the two, the two eyelets. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Flash MT, which is the mini plier multi-tool uh, with D2 steel. With an assisted opening setup. I'm, no, I'm sorry, no, what the no, fuck? no. no. Assisted opening on a goddamn, uh, on a goddamn multi-tool. Hold up, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Hold on. This is revolutionary. <laughs> this is, like, dumb revolutionary. Okay, so um, the pliers benefit from SOG's compound leverage tech. What the fuck does that mean? There's a small but useful suite of secondary functions, including magnetic bit driver. Okay, that's kind of neat. Uh, flathead driver, bottle opener, wire cutters, etc., uh, etc. Et okay, um... I have a cool segue to talk about right here. Uh, in Singapore, fun fact: when you get ish- when you go to the army, uh, you get a multi tool, and it's immediately nicknamed a SOG. Like all multi tools are just called SOG tools. 
uh, or like but SOGs, um, because they're 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 that uh, accessible in Singapore. Mm. So everyone's like, oh, Sog, Sog, Sog's a good brand. And then you see fucking Spring Assisted D two opening multi tool. God damn, I hate this country. <laughs> I hate this place. I hate this company. <laughs> um, okay, the biggest of new fixed blades, the Recondo. It's four point six inches combination edge. I'm sorry. What combination edge clip point blade? Uh, they really. Uh, I I hate this. Uh, GRN has rubber inserts. They say that they're changing up the brand because, goddamn, 440C, 4.6 inch combination edge. This just sounds like old SOG, honestly. Yep, and they're gonna keep like they're gonna keep throwing shit at the wall until it sticks. And I don't know if that's a just hire someone like proper. Yeah, let know. someone else fix your fucking company, please. Okay, uh, the XR Lite, uh, or LTE, uh, the high perform, the lightweight high performance LTE lineup, which currently consists of Terminus and Kiku, doubles in size next year with the Vision XR, Pentagon XR LTE models, equipped with. Okay, this is fucking stupid. Equipped with carbon fiber liners underneath G10. Why would you do that? Yeah, but why though? <laughs> but yeah, why yeah, though? But why though? Like. Yeah, the whole point of carbon fiber is to keep it light. You add G10, you're essentially doubling Correct. the weight, and you're putting carbon fiber underneath for, for what stiffness? In in which case, G10 would be yes. stiffer. Like why though? <laughs> Again, like why though? Um, okay, anyway, uh, okay. Actually, good news. Ultra X, the Ultra XR, which is the it's the tiniest, fattest fucking knife out of this entire <laughs> section. Um, it is now going to come in full-forged carbon fiber handles, which is, you know, nice because it's light. Uh, fully, so no G10, thank God. As the name suggests, it's going to come in XHP. You're putting XHP on a fucking chonker money clip point knife, but you're not going to put put it on any of your other folders. Disgusting. Um, so, yeah, SOG... I can see what they're going for, kind of, I fucking but can't. I think they're getting they're getting lost I in the sauce, don't. my man. A man without sauce is lost, but a man can also get lost in the sauce, and I think this is a good point of the fucking salt company right now. They're very lost in the sauce. They have so many options, but they don't know what to do with it. So they're they're kind of just throwing out like, oh, carbon fiber for rigidity, ooh. Um, I feel like they watch too many like 2010 uh, nothing fancy. I feel like they're getting stuck in their own marketing. Like, um, they're starting to believe their own shit, and it's just yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It's not working. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, that's what happened at Blade Show West, and I think that's a good point to to end off on. Um, apart from the fact that carbon plate is now deceased, mm. so we had a couple of main subtopics this week um hope you guys found it interesting to listen to if you guys have any thoughts on anything that we said um all the bullshit especially like um especially if it comes to hentai gangster rap uh no. I know jake's a big fan because that's where he draws the line um but yeah if you guys um have any thoughts uh want to share any of your interests want to talk about some of the stuff that we talked about today like the carbon fiber tell us what you guys think about carbon fiber let us know what you think about blade show west let us know what you think about synthetic rubies with low drag coefficients we'd love to hear from you guys uh and please tell us what to do with 
whatever little bit of money we have that's being spent on the website right now. We're going to try to fix that soon. Um, but if you guys want to check us out, uh, check us out on BehindTheEdgePodcast.com or you could email us. Please send us emails. We love talking to you guys. Um, and we also love getting random feet pics. Uh, you can email us at BehindTheEdgePod at gmail.com. Um, and then you can also donate to us on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot the Patreon link. It's patreon.com slash backslash behind the edge podcast. Is that right, Jake? You're, you, see, now you have me questioning it, and and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's Patreon. Okay, wait, hold on. Wait, I'll, I'll do a quick check. You wrap up.com slash uh, behind the edge podcast. Yes, it's patreon.com backslash behind the edge pod. Oh, wait, or is it BTE podcast? Jesus Christ. You asking the wrong motherfucker. Pod. God fucking damn it. You always do the outro. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm uh, too tired. I've forgotten all my normal spiel. Let me. No worries. It's all good. It's okay, patreon.com it's backslash Patreon. behind the edge. <laughs> yep, that's it. We should really organize all of this so that we don't have fucking random, like, all our stuff is different. But please feel free to email us. Please feel free to contact us uh, any way you can. Uh, We'd love to talk with you guys. And we will see you guys soon in the next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care, guys. Adios. Fucking idiots.